Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, as always, for lending me your ears. Thank you. I really do appreciate you listening to my podcast. Anyway, so this morning I get up. True story. I'm listening to a very famous speaker on leadership. I love this guy. Truly love this guy. Won't tell you his name, and you'll know why in just a bit. So I'm listening to this guy, and he's telling a story. And I love the way he delivers stories, and I love the way he brings data to the process of delivering stories. So he basically was telling the story, and he said something like this, and he was using the Titanic, you know, the ship that sunk, as an example of, you know, people not doing what they should do. Let me give you an example of what he was talking about. He basically said, look, when you look at the Titanic, the reason so many people died was because the builders were following the rule of the law and not using common sense. So in other words, there were like 2,300 people on the boat, right? But they only built lifeboat, he said, for about 25% of the people. So in other words, the capacity of lifeboats was only for 25% of the people. And then he says, and guess what happened? Obviously the Titanic sunk, hit an iceberg, then sunk. And how many people died? Well, 75%. So boat was built with only 25% of capacity, you know, lifeboat capacity. So obviously 75% died. And I go, and immediately my brain just kind of just said, what? What do you mean? You know, that's too convenient. Those numbers were too convenient. So what I did is I went online and I did my own research. And I looked at the numbers, looked at several sources, and the actual number is 31% of the people actually survived. 69% obviously died. So he was at 25, 75, but it's really 31, 69. And I, you know, I began to think about it. Well, why, why did he, why did he lie about the numbers? I mean, it only took me two minutes to look it up. Why did he lie about the numbers, right? So then that created a cascade of thoughts. What else is he not telling me that's accurate or truthful? Now, again, I love the speaker, which is why I'm not telling you his name because, again, I don't want to disparage anybody. But then I started questioning. Some of the other things he was saying, I said, well, that data's wrong. What else is wrong? Now, this is interesting when it comes to selling. See, when you give a customer a number, and I'm just saying it sounds too rounded, 25, 75, that just sounds too neat. And we know in life that life is not neat. It's messy, like 3169, right? It's messy. And so by using neat numbers, that triggers people to say, oh, oh that, that's kind of convenient. Now, imagine if you delivered the numbers and you were doing a presentation to a bunch of stakeholders, right? People who were making big decisions. And then somebody had the same question said, you know, that number you just stated, Victor, is kind of neat, 25, 75. Uh, you know, can you prove that number? And I probably couldn't prove it. And if I tried to prove it, I was, I was found out to be wrong. Did I just lose credibility? The answer is yes. But not only did I lose credibility on that point, it then creates a cascade of thoughts. What else is Victor not telling me that's truthful? Now, maybe his intent, and I really believe that his intent is not to be malicious 
or mean or, you know, try to be, you know, there's a negative um, uh, side of his not telling you the right numbers. It's just maybe, maybe it's just lazy math, right? Simple, lazy math. But nonetheless, it's lazy math that'll get you in the end. By having even numbers, he triggered me to question everything else. See, that was the big loss right there. That was the big aha for me. I said, man, I started questioning everything now. Now, as I'm listening to him, I just couldn't, I couldn't focus because I was going, is that true? And my brain is now analyzing everything this guy is saying. Do you do that in a presentation? Do you give numbers that are rounded that the customer might go, hmm, I don't know if I believe that. Or even if you give numbers that are probably incredible numbers, can you back those numbers up? Because if you can't, if you can't prove those numbers, or if later on you're found to be incorrect, again, that jeopardizes, if not kills, your credibility. You know, 99% of what you said could have been truthful, but that one thing that stood out to people wasn't truthful that will impact your credibility. It will literally kill your credibility. What am I saying to you? Be careful what you present. When you're presenting numbers, be careful, have numbers, have the data rather, the studies to back those numbers up. No lazy math. If the number is not even, instead of 25, it was let's say 31, then use 31. 25 might sound prettier, 75 neater, but at the end of the day, the real number is 3169. And again, my point to all this is not the numbers. Forget the numbers. My real point is that if a customer catches you lying, catches you bending the truth, that jeopardizes everything you say after that, and then again, creates that cascade effect of losing credibility. And I don't want you to lose credibility. So again, make sure when you're presenting data, presenting numbers, make sure your numbers line up and you can back them up. And that is it for this quick Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. In fact, tell me if you've ever had that experience where somebody says something, you go, hmm, I don't know if that's true. And then you went to check on it and you found out it wasn't true. How did that impact your way of thinking about that individual? Love to get your feedback on that. Also, check out my online sales training platform, if you haven't already, the Sales Velocity Academy. Go to salesvelocityacademy.com if you want to increase your sales speed. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.